are listening to Chugga Talk with Ryan Murphy, a podcast by Pull Across Made Simple. On this episode of Chugga Talk, you'll meet Zambian World Cup player Lauren Summers. We talk about the importance of family and teammates, the commitment required to be great, her favorite horses, being a left-handed three, and more. Here on Chugga Talk, the goal is to shrink the pole across the world by connecting people together, and most importantly, to provide education by interviewing players from all over the world. So listen closely and enjoy. How's it How going? You? Good, how are you? Good, I like your shirt. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I had to squeeze into it. No, this, this is awesome, yeah. It's been a long time. I know. It's been about eight years. Eight, eight years. Yeah, eight, it yeah. has been. Been flying by for you. Congratulations. Getting married. Pardon? You got I, married in yeah. August. Yeah. Yes, finally. Finally yeah. married. Um, yeah. So just currently stuck at home, though. It's growing a bit, driving, growing a bit crazy. Right. Well, I got married in July. So, I mean, you say um, finally. You're young. But uh, congratulations. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm stuck with a, a, a great woman, though. Uh, she's not, she didn't come from a horse background, so, but she's learning. So that's fun. That, Renee didn't either. He got, he ended up getting thrown in the deep end. And I suppose when you're not a polar cross player, you get thrown into it, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, so, how yeah. is it with, um, I mean, you're in lockdown. It doesn't look like Zambia has too many cases right now um, that's what they're saying we're not too sure i don't know if they actually have all the um what's the word the testings and right. all the kits like that so and then oh. a lot of people don't know about it so i don't know how many people are actually have it and have no idea i think there's mm. a lot yeah lusaka yeah, <laughs> yeah lusaka when i was there it was such a bustling city it was growing fast so i mean that hasn't changed, right? So, no, it's still growing. But like now, before Corona came around, our rate was, um, I think it was, thirteen to the oh. dollar. Thirteen to the dollar. It's nineteen now. So, oh, okay. there's a lot of uncertainty and things like that going on. So it is slowing down quite a lot. But let's hope that's not for a long for a long term. Right. Yeah. What, so, what are you doing to keep yourself busy? I'm just, I, so I do marketing. I'm, I've got a marketing agency. So I do marketing for travel and tourism, which is probably the worst industry to do that for. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of, like basically the main, some of the really big lodges here in Zambia and hotels. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. I in can normal from, times, it must be fun. Yeah. 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 So most of the places have ended up, not most, a number of them have shut down. Having to lay off staff, um, it's horrible. I've even lost a couple of clients. It's, people just can't afford it anymore. So, oh yeah. And you? Oh well, um, I can work from home. I uh, I work for a veterinary a company that supplies it's a distribution company for veterinarians. Um, okay. But I but what I do is I help set up online stores, online pharmacies, so that when clients buy medications, they can. The veterinary can keep the revenue. Um, there's other companies like Chewy here that take all the revenue 
it's kind of an external thing. So that's what I do. So I can work virtually, not a problem. Um, a little scarier for my wife because she works for Dell and she plans trade shows. And so oh, wow. Shut down. Yeah. So that's a little scary. Yeah. But, uh, but no, we're still working. So we're very grateful for all yeah. that. There's much to say for so many other people. As so many people I know that have lost jobs and stuff. Polacross people as well. So hopefully, yeah. I think it's going to affect our season here big time. What What is your typical season? Like, what What are the months? Uh, we start end of April. So yeah, our first tournament's supposed to be the last weekend of this month, but it's cancelled. Um, and then it ends basically end of August, middle September. Okay. Okay, we go a little bit longer. Well, since we have so many different climates, it starts out, you know, where it's warm and then it, it comes to the East Coast and then it goes back to the, so it's, yeah. So we have, um, we're April to our nationals in October, usually in the South. But, um, yeah. 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 For us, it just gets far too, far too hot here. By September, it's like the horses are just drenched in sweat within the first two seconds of a chaka. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Well, too, too, too. Um, what's it called? Too emotionally attached to our horses to let that happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. So let's <laughs> let's talk about positive stuff about polo cross. Obviously. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna have a few questions, um, and just we'll go from there. Um, but uh, how did polo cross start for you? I I know the first World Cup for you was 2011, but where? How did it start for you? Um, so I started polo cross when I was 13, um, but I was previously in show jumping and dressage. I had a little gray pony called Baby Blue. Um, and uh, yeah, she, she was cheeky and uh, yeah, she was a typical pony that you would get to start, start your uh, riding career. Yeah. So she definitely taught me a thing or two. Um, and basically when I started um she was my first pony and my mom started polo cross. So she had a go at it and just fell in love. And I was too um, snooty and I thought, no way, <laughs> why would I ever get involved in this? And uh, she used to, I used to go, she used to take us to polo, to, to the uh, stables where I, we kept our horses. And a number of times she kept saying to me, come try, come try. And I used to watch and I thought it looked really cool and I was quite excited to try, but I was too proud to say that I would. <laughs> so eventually the one day she gave me the chance to and I was on my little gray show jumping pony and I trotted down the field and nobody could touch me because she bit everybody um, so <laughs> I loved it I thought it was great <laughs> um, so basically that's where where it started for me um, Zambia was obviously back then really small um, right. nobody really knew about us Zim we all knew about polar cross and Zim so in the beginning we started Zambia started a couple of Zim Zams um, with their second grade players. So we never actually played against their top players. Um, okay. And me and a girl called Vicky, she played in the yep. 2011 World Cup. Yep. We played together. Um, they used to call us the licorice all sorts because <laughs> my pony was dressed in pink. Her pony was in <laughs> yellow and her sister's pony was in red. So we were the licorice all, all sorts and we started in CD <laughs> and ended up being unbeatable and up into A's and then again unbeatable so oh my gosh yeah that's so that yeah. happened fast right I mean to go from um, there I mean how, how long did it take uh, so I think C and B division was 
I actually can't remember to be honest. It, okay. It, it was, it was pretty quick. Um, the only thing that kept stopping me was I was one of those little brats that kept crying on the protocross pitch. <laughs> so um, I was told if I carried on doing that, I wouldn't be allowed to play A Division. And the same day I was told that I stopped crying and I was basically ripped up. <laughs> so <laughs> once cool. that all happened, it was, yeah, it was history. Um, so yeah, and then we went to our first World Cup and got the... Uh, basically the biggest wake up of our lives <laughs> yeah well i've been there yeah. Uh, yeah yeah quite a shock i mean our first game was against aussie and i think uh we got i i'm not i'm not even i think we scored three goals and they got 20 something maybe even more so well yeah yeah uh, we played uh, we played uh in the three four game which was the best the u.s has ever done but we played Australia and they just whooped us. And I just wanted to cry after that game. It was so hard. Um, you know, you can, you can beat some of the teams that you're close to. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's been since 2011. So, I mean, uh, things have changed dramatically. Um, but, no, I, I've had those feelings. And, you know, when you're – when you don't – you're really as good as the players that you're playing against. So, yeah. you know, you'll have to tell me about some of those players for you. But um, if we don't – here in the U.S., if you hit reach the top and you're not getting competition, you pretty much have yeah. to travel internationally to get better. And yeah. so, um, so you show up in another country and, and I was, you, I was in WA when you were there in 2010. Yeah. Um, I was nervous first game and like people are just flying around in circle. Like I'm, I'm in slow-mo, like watching this game go on and you have to adjust <laughs> and you eventually do. Um, I'm sure it doesn't happen for you anymore, but it, in the, you know, when I don't know, that's just how I feel. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I definitely felt like that. I actually got off after that first game at the World Cup and I was like, what have we done to ourselves? Why are we here? <laughs> we were like, no, we, we wanted to compete against Canada to make it here and maybe uh, we, we maybe deserve the spot, but no, this is just too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in 2007. Yeah, I think you have to have those experiences to, to really get you where you are when you you know, for the next World Cup, had I never experienced that. Speaking of Canada, we almost lost to them in 2007. Um, I mean, okay. that's how I've been at the very bottom. I've been there. Um, that was 2011. All right, keep going. I want, I want to hear the highlights. So I've, I've missed everything my since memory then. Is, my memory is really bad. So that that's why I usually have Kelly around to help me. <laughs> she knows <laughs> what has been played, what every, every minute of every chucker, she remembers everything. So, um, <laughs> Since then, since 2011, I think in between we played a couple of uh, games. Um, but I mean, basically, um, just to go back, so we actually had Kelly and Ords and Mikey um, move to Zambia, which was nice because then we were no longer sort of the top here. Um, right. And it really had to, there was a whole new level of polar across, new level of horses. Carl's, um, yeah. Kelly loves loves horses, so basically we had all kinds of different horses coming in from all over the all over South Africa and Zim. Um, yeah. So the the level of polo cross just went up a whole step, um, and from there we were going to play against South Africa, um, and you know we we were actually competing. Um, so in those couple of years, it took um, to have the experience that came in from from Zim and from other coaches and things like that, it really did help, um, you know, giving us a bit more of an overview. Sort of before the last World Cup, I didn't really know anything about tactics, to be honest. 
Um, right. my, my coaching was very minimal. It was all sort of self-taught and um, things like that. So for me, I'm always, I've always been a stronger horse rider than my stick skills. So it was really good to have them there because, you know, things like all sort of the stick work and things that you do, um, all the tricks, I was just blew my mind that they were trying to make me do that. I was definitely the bottom <laughs> of our eight. Um, but yeah, in between, I think we did a couple of tours. I can't even, I can't even name them, to be honest. Um, I probably have to get back to you on that. No, that's and fine. Then, that's fine. Um, yeah, I, I think one of the biggest things, one of the nicest things was the, the team we went with, um, very much ended up being like family to me. Okay. So, um, and I think that's for me, what polo cross is all about really. All my closest friends, all my people I consider family here, the first person that I think of to talk to is a polo cross person. So right. and the people I come to World Cup with. So yeah, I think from there. We went to the World Cup and I really didn't expect much. Um, the, the SA World Cup, I wasn't expecting anything. Um, I thought we would do really well with the team around us. Um, but yeah, I think we surprised ourselves. Right. <laughs> and I think that's, that's the thing. You're, you're an underdog. You come into something and nobody expects anything from you. Mm-hmm. And you surprise them. You surprise yourself and your confidence just goes from here to here. So, oh, I know. Oh, top of the world. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So, yeah, it was really nice. Um, yeah, and I, we, I mean, we got lucky with horses and things like that as well. So, it yeah. So, who was um, who was pushing you the most? I mean, I don't know. There's players that I just have respect for that I'm always looking up to. So, who yeah. was that for you? Who was? I mean, it, it male, female. I mean, anybody. Uh, Kelly, actually. Okay. Yeah, Kelly. She's she is probably one of the most positive um forward going and invest herself in everybody else um mm, she's yeah. she's very she's very protective and selfless when it comes to polo cross she's always going out of her way to make sure that you've got the right horse you've got the right um you know you, you've got the right skills and the right um strategy to make you the your best self i suppose right and i don't think even really knows how motivational she is i i've got to be honest She's, she's really good and she always keeps you positive. She's always um, going out of her way. You know, if you have an issue, she'll always make sure that your issue is heard by the rest of the team without it being a problem. <laughs> yeah. Does she kind of keep her, her frustrations to herself then? Tries not to spread negativity or, I mean, I'm sure she has moments. Yeah. She, I mean, everybody, everybody has moments, but she's one of those people that will always think about everybody else first. Probably sometimes to her own detriment, but oh, uh, sure. she, yeah. she, she always does. And she's definitely been one of the most inspirational people. I, before the, I actually forgot to say, before the 2015 World Cup, I had um, a bad, I was out for about two months just before. Um, with a, It was basically a strain on my wrist. I had been hit on the hand and um, the bone was bruised apparently. So I was Ow. in a car. Um, and she kept me positive the whole way through when I came back, um, and, and odds and everybody, you know, the whole team, they kept, they kept pushing, yeah. and, you know, being positive. And it's hard when you're sitting on the sideline, watching your team training for a world cup and your hand is, oh. you don't even know if your hand's going to be okay. So, you know, through all of that, they, they've, yeah, teams have always been a great, great 
asset to me. Yeah, there's just so much more to pull across than just playing because you have those talented players that will just drag you down or they're, they're just so negative or I don't know. It's just a, such a different experience when there's someone positive out there. The old school yeah. of just yelling at everyone doesn't work. And even oh. coaching, even coaching that's negative just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, it may have, I don't know. That's my experience. Yeah, no, it's true. You can have the, the biggest thing for me in, in Polar Cross is the team. Um, because you can have people that are really there to, there to just fulfill their own self, um, you know, pride and, and that they're all they care about. But at the end of the day, you, you are three people on the field at the same time. You've got to work together. And if you don't talk or don't communicate, what's right. the point? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've, I've played a game by, sort of by myself before, a chakra by myself before. And as a three, it's the most frustrating thing in the world because you run up the field, you pass the ball to somebody, it doesn't happen, it comes back at you. So there's nothing worse than playing a three and, and being by yourself. <laughs> tell me that. Yes. Tell me about that. Like, I have this thought too. I'm, we're both lefty threes, right? So we, have, we share that, we have that in common. And there's nothing that upsets me more than taking the ball down to the one. They have, one, they have a very easy job, right? Put it between the posts, especially at the upper levels, and they don't. So then I'm thinking about my horse, like, oh, my God, you're killing my horse because now I have to play defense. And you get to watch me play defense, by the way. You're, not, you're just going to be in the background, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's just funny. Like, I have that same – like, that's one of my huge pet peeves is, you know, number ones. Like, I just think – don't take, I mean, I, I think there are, I mean, there are good number ones, right? But in general, yeah. they're like prima donnas. They want all the glory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be honest, I'm, be honest, it yeah. used to be true for me. Luckily, I've been, I've been lucky enough, lucky enough not to have that. But yes, when I was younger, it, it was the case now and then. Right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> there is nothing because you, your poor horse. I mean, my horse is now, you actually rode Suella when you were here. Yeah. Yeah, he's still going and he's strong, but now I'm like, I can't, I can't ride you anymore and make you work so hard. Yeah, I know. Like you're in cotton wool. Yeah, <laughs> you're so conscious yeah. of that. Oh my god, that was so fun! What a horse. Yeah, um, yeah he's, he's a beast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what are your other, what are, what are other favorite lefties that you have? Um, I mean, some come to my mind, but who do you like in my country? I'm the only lefty in A grade, so number one, it's a huge advantage because people aren't used to lefties. Yeah. Um, but are you playing against lefties often in, in your country? Well, um, obviously, Ords and Cal are both lefties as well. Oh, so geez. we were. Yeah. Um, so they, they're lefties. And then there's Henry Beckett. I don't know if you remember yeah. him. Yeah. The lefty, Lilo um, Naukutsi. She's lefty. Uh, there are quite a few Candace Mitchelson, but she doesn't play here anymore. Um, she was a lefty. So there were quite a few that, that do play here. Um, it is a whole new ball game, isn't it? That whole, you know, the whole idea of having to reach over. But for me, I actually prefer it, to be honest, because I don't have the strongest arms. So mm -hmm. that whole bring your weight and just beat somebody with your whole body, body weight with it, it, it is much more satisfying than just the... Right. <laughs> well, I, I have the, I have this move where I I'm coming up on someone on their right hand, and I go to and I I fake swing right. They they think I'm going to swing forward. They don't. They bring it back, and then I hit it back, and it, it's just like a ten yard throw to myself. It's so much fun. <laughs> but there must be something in the water down there because there's so many lefties. That's crazy. 
there are a lot of lefties and even some of the people playing i mean obviously polo you've got to play right-handed there's a lot of polo players here that are actually left-handed as well okay so, yeah I, they, they have tried to recruit us to go play polo but i i don't like being bad at level sports so <laughs> oh i i i was temporary yeah i was temporarily the temporarily the assistant coach for harvard polo and so I had to oh, learn wow. polo, which helped me with my riding significantly. But I'm left-handed. I had to play right-handed. I had to switch my rein hand. There's just yeah. so many things. I, I really suck at polo, and it does suck. At, you know, and they won't let us play left-handed, so why should we, you know, I don't know. I know. We actually, <laughs> not so long ago, had after the, this last World Cup, we had a match against the polo woman. So there were three right-hand polo women, and they let me, Audrey, and Carl play left-handed. <laughs> it was really slow, obviously, but we actually, oh no, sorry, they played the right, the polo play, players played right, left-handed with us playing oh. left-handed polo, and we actually did pretty well. Killian oh. was a good, I'm, I'm not the greatest. Well, I had about, fun riding people off, though, because they don't oh, do that I know. so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the riding, I mean, yeah, yeah polo's fun. I mean, I tried it, and the big field, and you just yeah. Yeah, hold it yeah. for ballgame, but but it's also the holding reins in in the other hand. I I tried the first time I ever tried. I was um, riding one of the main polo players' horses, and it was just completely opposite. And I think I actually got taken off with for a couple of strides. And I was like, no, <laughs> get your stuff together, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. All right. Well, more questions here. I'm old, so I have a lot of, I'm, you know, th certain things bother me. But are there other things that you see when you're like when you're watching polo cross that you're just you just you don't like or that bothers you other than the whole abusing the horse or something like that i don't know can you think of anything um or a style that you don't like or gosh well i i mean i i, I think my biggest thing is like people that have sort of just started but i, I suppose that's everybody is you know you, you start and you think that everything on a horse is 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 a hundred kilometers an hour but i mean the best polar cross is played strategically so right. I, I guess I guess all the youngsters and everybody sort of watch all the top players going a million miles an hour. I mean, I've seen Mikey go faster than a horse should move. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they watch they watch that and they want to be like that. But I mean, they've still got so much to learn, um, and it's just trying to get that mindset and to to somebody that's a beginner. It's not necessarily even children. And right. I know Renee in the beginning started doing that and I'm very protective of my horses. So he very quickly stopped. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think that's probably my biggest, biggest peeve, but that's it. I, I don't, I think I really enjoy watching other people play polocross sometimes more than playing myself. And I think, yeah, I think that's, it's just a lack of, of coaching and people here that have the time to, to help everybody else. A lot of people here shame they begin and they just sort of go blindfolded into it all um, without help. So right. it's not really my place to get irritated with people. <laughs> so we generally, we're trying to help. I mean, Kelly and Ords and I, well, mostly Kelly, have started it doing like a ladies, a ladies training that we're going to start this year once this whole outbreak is over. Um, because I don't think any of us play, we don't plan on playing in the next World Cup. So, I mean, that's, you know, development from that side. Right. Polo cross just has, it's like building blocks. So you kind of start with the foundation. And so you see some players just starting off. They think they're doing certain things, but they're not, they're not doing them well. Um, yeah. Back to that world cup that I, uh, that we got, we almost lost to Canada. 
Um, I love Canada. I've coached there. I love Canada, but we shouldn't have done as bad as we did. Our coach, Joy Poole, I don't know if you ever had the opportunity to meet her. Phenomenal yeah. woman. Um, she was our coach in 03 and 07. She said, there's nothing I can do for you guys. I mean, if you can't even do the basic stuff, I can't talk about anything else. So, <laughs> so yeah, I've definitely experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's, let's talk about um, where you've played outside of Zambia, um, maybe even outside of Africa, let's say. I know you were in WA. So where have you spent time at least – you know, spend time playing? I haven't actually, to be honest. Um, I was in obviously WA for a couple of years for university and the Marriott's were really nice and the Cobbley's to take me in. Um, but it was just quite far and out of my way to try and get there every day. Um, right. Obviously the getting there, feeding horses, tacking horses, rugging horses, washing horses. It was about five hours out of my university day. So I would now and then go riding and then try to come through to a couple of tournaments. Um, but it was more a fact of feeling guilty, not being able to help um, during the week and then pitching up to play a tournament. I just didn't right. think that was because right. I've now, you know, a little African girl goes all the way to university in Australia and has to, you know, we're not used to having to do all of it on, my, on our own. So <laughs> right. I saw how much went into it, and I, if, if I had could, could have been there and helped a little more, I would, lift, I would definitely have played a lot more. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the, the playing over there is completely different to our, you know, the way we play here. Um, right. Just strategies and things like that that I, that I never thought about before. Um, they also tended to think that I should play a one a lot more, which was a little overwhelming for me. <laughs> yeah, that's what they put me to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these threes playing ones it's all backwards i also played, <laughs> i think i was in d division or something back then that was before the first world cup so <laughs> i mean the second the second world cup so yeah and yeah so basically i played there i played um in zim a couple of times in south africa a couple of times um the uk world cup obviously um I've not really played much elsewhere, to be honest, and I haven't really stayed anywhere for an extended period of time for coaching or anything. Yeah, so, so let's talk. Let's go back to Jane. Uh, obviously, big influence on me with our, her coaching yeah. us in in, at the, in the World Cup, and she took me in for you know several weeks to play over there. Um, what are the things? What are the lessons you learned from Jane, or what did you learn playing there? So I wasn't actually with Jane. Um, oh, okay. I was with, with Sarah, um, who. She she's Sarah Turkle now, obviously. Okay, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And the and the Cobleys, yeah. Um, to be honest with them, it was it was more um the horse side, the the training side, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, understanding how they break horses in. Um, not not Sarah. Sarah had already got um, you know, they all their gray ponies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but the Cobleys, yeah. I mean. They took me to um, just down the road from where they lived. They actually, there was a gentleman, I forget his name, that was doing all the break-ins and stuff for all the horses on this quite a large ranch. And just seeing how they had done it um, was something that I had never seen. I mean, we don't even have racetracks here. Nobody does breeding. Um, right. So we, all our horses are, have always been um, either trained in South Africa or we bring them in off the racetrack and train them ourselves. And it's been somewhat of a uh, trial and error, to be honest. Um, right. 
So watching how they did it and, and, and things from that perspective, not so much from a polar cross perspective. I think that's more where I learned from there. Um, I've actually got a little, my first homebred currently, and he last year played his first tournament and got best pony. So I'm quite <laughs> pleased to say, I think I learned something. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. So are there, um, so what, so you've got uh, racehorses or they're from South Africa. So what's, what's the type? I mean, I don't know how to, how would you explain, how would you describe that type of horse that you're? Um, so the, Basically, the, the ones coming, the racehorses, they used to come mostly from Zim, um, but now the Zim racetrack doesn't seem to be doing so much anymore. Um, but it would be horses with very basic training, no circle work, um, you know, just trained to run so fast, mostly, um, and naughty. And <laughs> yeah, so they had the basic, they had backing, basically, and taught to run in a straight line or a semi-straight line, oval. Um, so... We had those, which were great, um, but back then, none of us really had the experience in training horses for polo cross because it was so new. Um, and then we've got um, Yanni and um, the McClarties. A lot of people have um, bought horses from them, growing horses. Um, I haven't. Um, but then there's also, which I've got now, and I love them to pieces, is a Bundy from Peter Choice. Oh. Um, so we've started moving into that. I know that there's a stallion here at the moment that Graham Ray has. Um, so we're all looking forward to, to that, you know, having, having a different type of horse here because they are, um, they do learn really quickly. Uh, he was playing, I, he arrived here at the age of three. I didn't realize he was three. And he, he got, he was almost nominated best horse with Josh LaRue in the last open. So he's, um, yeah, you know, they, they, they learn really quickly. So you're talking so about stock horses, right? Yeah, yeah. so yeah. stock horses. And then the, the race horses are all thoroughbred. Um, right. So it's mostly, mostly all thoroughbred horses that we have here. It's very few Bundys, but all the Bundys that we have have done really well so far. Yeah, uh, we've been fortunate. My mom brought horses over and we've been breeding. All my horses are at least uh, full or part stock horse. So very fortunate there. Very, they learn very yeah. quickly. And every horse, I mean, it, it has a lot to do with who has them, but every horse that's playing there's probably 30 of them are just top horses. They just, yeah. They, and they, they, that's, they, that's a level, level, level head. They're very right. level headed. Except for Kelly's. Um, Kelly got hers really excited. <laughs> 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 but no, I, I really like it. So I'm still trying to convince it to give it to me. <laughs> they, I've, they, um, I've been described as having an electric bum. I don't know if you know what that means, but you yes. get horses going. So yes. <laughs> is that Kelly yeah. or is that, or is the horse just, that way that's silly. that's silly. <laughs> my, my bum puts horses to sleep so we work all together Woods's bum it doesn't matter about Woods's bum because her horse is just nuts so yeah so, so yeah it's a it's a good combination i suppose to have in a team that goes plays in world cups some some need hot horses some need maybe semi-normal sensible less insane horses <laughs> right yeah yeah, so you're getting to ride. Um, so how many do you have right now for yourself? We have, well, playing horses, five. Um, and then we've got, I've got a retired old horse that's actually the the um, my, the uh, broodmare to my homebred. Um, so she's, we've basically got nine altogether, but the other ones, one we bought, she's amazing off the racetrack. Um, and within the first week of having her, she uh, broke her, 
navicular bone. So oh, no. she's actually come right, but I'm, yeah, we're going to probably just use her as a broodmare. We were told by numerous vets to let her go, but we can't. It's right. It's uh, yeah. My, my house and my mother are too emotional in, in the sport. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you've got some. So you've got, um, so your horse is named Bundy? Is that what you said? Did you um, say? His, oh, no. Bundy's the, the breeding line that, that Peter oh. Choice is running, but um, his, his name's Kangaroo Jack. Okay. Um, the little black um, gelding with a big white blaze. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I actually got him because I thought he looked good. <laughs> so it worked out well um and then i've got suela who most yeah. people know um he's amazing he's almost 20 now um yeah. but still playing a division oh, <laughs> so yeah awesome he's doing well um and then we've got i've got two boy uh who's also up there with suela and then we've got a horse called lady who actually played in the south african world cup um jason webb rode her mm. a big gray okay. mare I'm scared of her, so it's Renee's, Renee's horse. She's too strong and likes to run away with me. And that's the only horse I've ever <laughs> do not wanting to ride. Um, and Joey is our homebred, who's he's beautiful. So awesome. they're both, Joey and the kangaroo are very young still. Um, I call them babies, but in most other countries, I think they'd probably be normal playing horses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, uh, would you consider them, like what size would you consider? Like, your, do you have a favorite size? Because... I mean, I, I'm a little bigger, so obviously I, I like bigger horses. My horse, Gunner, is 15.3, so he's bigger than normal. Um, they're typically 15.1, 15.2, but do you have a size that you prefer? So Suela is, I think, about 16 hands. He's oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But he's, he's just naturally talented, so I, I'm lucky with him. But I think 15.3, maybe a little bigger. I, I have a preference for big horses because my body takes knocks more than they, they, it should do. So right. um, bigger horses, I feel, protect me and I'm a little higher up and easier to, to persuade other people to move off. <laughs> yeah, your knees are higher, so they're not getting bashed around. Um, well, yeah, and I have bad problems with my knees at the moment anyway. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it, the more I can protect them, the better. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, um, probably a lot like, um, like Mikey, but with Ryan Schrider is a really tall player over here in the States, and yeah. he rides tiny tiny horses 15 hands 15 one and uh he can just he can you know pick up a racket off the ground i mean freaky stuff uh, but it's just yeah. funny because he doesn't necessarily like them bigger maybe that's just i mean those are the horses that they bred but it's just yeah a funny thing that people yeah. have their preferences but i like bigger i want the stride um i want to be physical um my horse gunner isn't as like if you you know, tight in a circle per se, yeah. but he can jump out, check and jump out. And that's what I like. Oh. Yeah. They, uh, I, it also gives you, I mean, I've lined up against Mikey in a number of practices um, and playing three, you need some kind of advantage. It's <laughs> 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 like an arm is the worst thing to, to line up against him. I was saying to Kelly the other night is, you can be knee, knee next to knee and you can reach in front and he'll still be a meter and a half in front of you. <laughs> and the horse's bum will still be behind you. So you really have lost before you even get in the line out. <laughs> Most frustrating player I've ever played against in my entire life. <laughs> so you end up just tickling his armpit or something? <laughs> I haven't, but that's a really good idea. 
<laughs> Maybe he's really ticklish. Yeah. All kinds of other tactics. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he's such a freak. He's awesome. Yeah, he's an awesome player. Did you say you weren't planning on playing in the next World Cup? No. No, unfortunately not. Um, it it takes a lot more effort and uh, time than I actually have at the moment to give. Okay. Um, so even the last World Cup, to be honest, was probably a lot more stressful than enjoyable. Um, I loved right. it because I had my team and things like that. But um, before the the 2015 World Cup, I had a lot of a lot more time, um, a lot less responsibility. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, now, I mean now it's the last World Cup, and now I've got my own marketing agency, and it's sort of just until this recent epidemic um yeah. it was skyrocketing and it was doing really really well and still is doing really well um yeah. so sometimes i mean i took before the 2011 world cup um i took some time off university in australia just to go and play polo cross um i you know there's a number of things i've sacrificed during my life for my love of polo cross and the sport and it's sort right. of for me i love it still love it to pieces and i'm more more mostly passionate now about bringing in my youngsters right. um, and that's I think where my heart lies now um, I, I'm more focused on my work and future um, of course <laughs> yeah. Polo Cross obviously um, doesn't you, you know Polo Cross doesn't pay the bills right. <laughs> <laughs> love it the pieces but it does the opposite so right. um, yeah I think that's where my, more my, like my focus would be I actually found love again this year um, fell re-fell in love with it again um, riding my youngsters and it's just how rewarding it is to not have, you know this little homebred of mine nobody else has ridden him and he's just doing so well it's just nothing something it's nothing we've had the opportunity to do here before it's right really so yeah I'm sure it's rewarding um, yeah I don't I don't think people um, well I'm sure people realize that it's tough to play in a world cup all the sacrifices you make I mean they're um, there are so many things that happen before you go to the World Cup. And then if you're an adult, the World Cup is two to three weeks. So, I mean, yeah. who has three months off in a year? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. getting yourself fit. You're getting, I mean, you're having to have two horses fit so that you can have, um, I mean, it's just crazy. It's um, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, before the this this last World Cup, Ords and I, because Kelly was um, having her baby Maddie, we had played... I think nonstop for about two years. Mm. Um, you know, we, we, we had um, Australia come and play against us and the UK come and play against us. And, you know, we were, and then Zim came and played against us. So it was just constantly little inter international um, test matches here and there. And then suddenly that finished and then the World Cup was coming and it was, it's a lot. Um, people don't realize the commitment it takes to play polo cross. I mean, I, I don't regret it any minute of my efforts in polo cross i love it it's one of the it is the best sport in the world without a doubt right but it, it does take commitment and if you yeah it's it's amazing but it is yeah time for also some other from some youngsters in this country to come through i think it's right. their turn to start. yeah it's, it's um i um in 2012 right after zambia i took a break because I, I was trying to grow up you know I was 30 it's time to grow up right <laughs> um, so I took a break and I just didn't have the same passion meaning I mean I was passionate about polo cross but I've been playing for a long time three world cups um, and I just wasn't getting the same thing out of it um, so that that break uh, it lasted six years and 
Now I live somewhere where there's no polo cross, so I have to t drive, drive 10 hours to go to a tournament. So I, I've literally had no practice in seven years. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've played like two tournaments a year, and I'm getting back into it. I'm, I'm considering the next World Cup, kind of an old man. But, um, but no, since then, all these other players have come up. The talent has really grown. Um, yeah. we're, we're playing your stuff. We're trying to play your style now. Um, a few of us have, have gotten good at it. I mean, not, not, you know, we don't have a full six man, six person team, but, um, so pull across has changed a ton. So I'm trying to catch up. I mean, I can still get away with playing my style or whatever, but I'm trying to adapt and learn. Um, yeah. So, but I'm, 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 I'm reinvigorated too. And so on top of that, my goal is to get pull across going here where I live in, in New Hampshire and uh, New England part of part of the States. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see. Um, and then obviously um, I've got to make some babies so that I can have some kids playing. Uh, that's, that's like, so my, the goals are. Three. Minimum three. Yeah. Yeah. So you have that's to get married. Perfect. Yeah. You get married. That's the order of things. Because <laughs> that that'll change so many things once you have kids playing. I mean, that's a whole other level. Yeah, no, yeah. I I've seen how how dedicated some of these parents are sometimes to their detriment. But uh, yeah, I I've seen how happy polo cross. Like, you know, just even watching Renee play polo cross with my parents or any of my family, I'm so inspired and excited about watching. All I want to do is go and help them. Right. Sometimes I may get in the way a little. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I can see, I can imagine having you, watching your own children play polo cross must be something else. Yeah. I would, yeah. Yeah. sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. My dad, it was funny. He went to uh, England in 2000 to come watch me play. 2001, I think it was a men's team. And, um, you know, most parents are like very protective and they're yelling at the umpires or whatever. My dad was like on the, on the microphone with Simon cheering, making fun of me for like missing something or doing something. So he's like the opposite. Uh, he's just a goofball, but super supportive. He never played. Well, he played a little bit, kept me going when I got started. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just, they can have such an influence. Um, my sister plays, that's that's fortunate. She's getting back into it again. She's okay. a grown up now with kids that she's trying to get playing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think one of the nicest things about it is family as well. Um, I've spent weekends and weekends after weekends with my with my mom and dad at a polo cross field. Um, whereas a lot of my friends have been, you know, they they go out and do all kinds of parties and things like that, and I'm like, oh, pony. Yeah. <laughs> so how are they doing? <laughs> how are they doing, Alan and Siobhan? How are they? Yeah, they're good. They're good. My mom um now has. Um, one of our retired polo cross ponies and she's doing dressage. So she's enjoying that. And my dad is not interested in horses at, in the least bit. He just wants to go to, um, oh, Renee's just arrived home. Um, he just wants to go to um, the bush all the time. And <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah, they're, they're all good. They're, I think my dad's got a bit of paranoia about um, what's going on in the world. Right. So He should, yeah. 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 So she's busy making five kilometer paths through our bush at the moment so that we can trot horses around and do happy hacks and Oh okay. Yeah. He's he's gotta stay busy. Yeah. He's a he's a worker. Yeah. 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 So awesome. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. 
Nice. Okay. Um, we're almost done. I just had a couple more questions. What do you think? I mean, you're only 25. So, hey, Alan, how's it going? Is that your dad? Renee. Oh, Renee. Yeah. Renee. Hey, Renee. <laughs> He's running Ooh. off. He's pulling okay. stuff out the car. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, you're only 25, but what do you think? I mean, you've already played in three World Cups. I'm 30. I'm 30. You're 30? But I'm glad you think that you think I'm 25. That's lovely. <laughs> I was trying to do the math. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has been eight years. I'm uh, okay. All right. You're 30. Okay. I'm really, I'm really happy about that. <laughs> My math is way off, but no, no, no. I, you're, you're young to me. So that's, that's why. Um, yeah. You've played in three world cups. So, um, and you've been a big part of Zambian polo cross. So it's, it might be too early to say this, but what do you think your legacy will be? I mean, that's a big word I know, but uh, what do you think people will say about you? Because you know, one of the reasons I wanted to do this interview was, you know, that you're such a, you're always fun, smiling, happy, talented player, lefty. Um, so that's how, what I think of you, but I know, I don't know you like everyone else does. So I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, that's a hard one. Um, I know. I know. Hopefully I still have a legacy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think, you yeah, the biggest, the biggest thing is I think if, if I'm thinking about what people have said about me, that, you know, it's my riding, my riding skills that inspire people to, you know, to ride similar, I suppose. Right. I'm, I'm really baffling here because I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, that's I'm, a big part, yeah. Yeah, I think my, my riding skills, um, you know, the, the bonds that I have with the horses that I ride um, here especially. Um, and I think another part of it is um, just the strategic role that I play as a three on a polo cross field, um, if anything. And hopefully, you know, the, the best lady prize that I got at the One World Cup and all of it together leads to some sort of positive legacy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't know how to pinpoint anything in particular, but yeah. Yeah, and, and it's not that you're trying to, you know, you're not trying any of this, it's just you being you. Um, but I just, I, don't know, I know it's a tough question. So I appreciate that. You, you did a good job. Uh, <laughs> um, final question before we go, because I know we got to get back to doing, you know, quarantine. Um, what's your favorite music right now? What are you listening to? What should I, what should people try out? Because we're in a whole different world over here. What are you listening to? So I'm really bad with names. So just give me a second. Rune, what's that song that I'm listening to? The one that I keep asking? Did you? Yes. Um, it's, it's Roses by All Saints. Roses by All Saints? Okay. The remix version of it. Okay. Is it, so it has a yeah. beat? Is it like a lot of fun? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. It's a tune. It's a good tune. I can imagine getting off a polar cross field and hearing that tune and having a good drink in oh the bar. Oh my gosh. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So Roses by All Saints. That's what you said. Yes. But okay. it's the remix. Because the other one is kind of like go to sleep music. So. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. All that's right. A well, good shoot. Yeah, listen to it. <laughs> awesome. I will. I will right, right away. Um, I appreciate your time. This is awesome. I know this is, uh, awesome. I mean, this is so much fun. So we'll have I to hope do I give some interesting insight or anything that you didn't already know. <laughs> well, I am. I'm 30. Yeah, but I yep. uh, you can say to everybody I'm 25. That's okay. I'll, I'll edit the part out where you said you're 30. <laughs> I'll just dub in that you're 25. Um, <laughs> no, but people can learn so much just by 
you know, hearing someone's story, hearing what they prefer and what their, you know, their experiences. So that's why I'm doing this. So. I yeah. Really and also it. I know that I said, I'm not playing the next world cup because of, you know, but I, I just want every, you know, the polar cross is probably the best thing that's ever happened to me without right. a doubt. So anybody else that's ever looking at doing it, don't, don't take a, don't, don't even think twice, jump yeah. into it. Yeah, be careful once you try it because you're never gonna stop until you're never gonna, it's a, <laughs> it is the most addictive addictive sport. It's the most addictive sport, without a doubt. And you make yeah. good friends, you get to be with your family. It becomes a family. It is yeah. it is yeah. Awesome. Anyway. All right. Yeah, well stay safe. Good luck. Thank um, you. And you too. And it's nice to see you again. Yeah, after good how to many see you. years? Oh, a long time. Eight years. Jeez. Eight years. All Eight right. Years. Okay. Well, we'll chat soon, I'm sure. Have a good right. day. Cheers. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can tell how strongly Lauren feels about the role of her family and teammates throughout her pole cross career. I hope you too can relate to the true joy and fulfillment this tremendous sport provides. For more pole cross coaching, go to polocrossmadesimple.com. You'll find ebooks on how to become a great player and even on how to become a great coach. Find me on Facebook and Instagram. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time, have a good one. Thanks.